0: hello and welcome to the buffalo sessions i'm your host jamie stewart from circle networks are you ready to scale your business in order to earn more and work less in this podcast i share insights and interviews with real business owners to reveal what's working for them to help you to be more buffalo to improve your life and business i hope you enjoy welcome back everyone Ah. Oh. First recording of the new year and I'm joined today by transformational health coach Vanessa Sturman. Hi Vanessa, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm, I'm honoured to be the first recording of the year, oh goodness.
0: Yes, I'm loving it. And we were just quickly talking about the the media frenzy that you've been involved in over the, over the Christmas period.
1: Yeah, do you know, it's been so, so exciting. I've been talking about um, dietary preferences over Christmas and, and plant-based options. I've been talking about weight loss through dry January. I got on talk TV the other day, getting presenters to try plant-based food, like people who were saying, no, I'm, I'm, I hate plant-based food and on TV, getting them to go, Do you know, what? this is really nice. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. And I absolutely love doing this stuff uh, and just encouraging people to make these easy incremental changes that are fun and delicious and that are accessible and cost effective it's it's just it's been it's been dreaming it's been you know really really ramping up um this uh you know we're only three days in and uh in December as well
0: I love it uh, so whilst everyone else was kind of binging and eating and drinking loads you've just been working 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 haven't you
1: well I have been working but I want to reassure everyone because sometimes as a health coach if someone sees me eating cake they're like Ooh, I won't tell anyone. And I'm like, no, hold on. Cake is a food group. Cake is a food group, please. I love cake. Uh, so over Christmas, I mean, my, my parents are actually um, very into health. They are my, my clients as well. Um, you know, we had the most wonderful indulgent Christmas as well. And this is what I, re- this is a message I really want to give people that you can have all these amazing indulgent foods. I've actually just posted a, a lovely plant-based chocolate cheesecake recipe because indulgence can happen in January as well. But you can have this indulgence and be Energized and not bloated, and not feeling like, oh, I've got to get back to the diet. So, you know, maybe we can talk about that today. Like, how do I enjoy myself and also feel good and healthy at the same time?
0: So, I I started back yesterday. So, yesterday was the 2nd of January, and people were tired, exhausted. They've just had a week or 10 days or even two weeks off, and they're coming Mm. back in need of a holiday. And and I don't think that's just because of the Christmas break. I, and we were briefly talking about this. I think entrepreneurs generally put everything else first before themselves, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they really do. And we've all we've all made those mistakes. And you know, there is a different pressure on you as an entrepreneur. You know, you don't if you don't make the sale, you don't make money. I know that sounds horribly horribly simple, but there's not necessarily a salary waiting for you at the end of every yeah. month. So of course, there's a slight urgency. But the problem is, is that your health will catch up with you at some point, ill health catches up with you at some point. But people try and see, I wonder how long I can kind of go without, you know, actually looking at that. And that means that people end up operating at this level where they don't realise how much better they can feel. Um, And when people come and work with me, they sometimes say, Oh, Vanessa, I had a pain in a bit of my body that I actually have just been getting used to for like years and years and it's actually gone and I didn't realize that could happen and it's shocking what we get used to we get used to pain headaches um period pains um, as women we get used to brain fog we get used to being tired and we think this is just me I'm just tired etc and we just continue like that and it's only when people actually start changing what they eat that they realize actually it wasn't that hard to have more energy.
0: And who, running a business, wouldn't like to have more energy? What was that quote you shared with me before about um, being good at what you do?
1: Yeah, so I can't even remember who said it to me. Someone who wasn't a health coach, but they just said it in a really simple layman's terms, which was, um, there's no point in being good at stuff and having lots of skills if you're flipping tired all the time. I was like, yeah, can't share my skills with the world if I'm, you know, knackered like yeah. there's there's just no point you're not actually fulfilling your purpose you're not sharing your genius as entrepreneurs you know a big reason we become entrepreneurs is because we want to help
0: you know there might
1: be other reasons we we, we you know want to do what we love we might want more freedom but we sometimes know being an entrepreneur it's not always as, it's, it's not always as freeing as we think um but we want to help people we want to serve and our ability to serve is massively decreased if you know we're not looking after ourselves properly, if we don't have energy and we know that for us to serve, we've got to fill our own cup.
0: It's right. And it took me a long time to realize that. You know, that put your own oxygen mask on first. It took me a long time to to make that change, to look after yeah. me, and prioritize me before the family, clients, the things around the house, walking the dogs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And at this time of year, I, I love it. I'm just reading Atomic Habits at the moment. Right. And it's been on my to-do list for ages. And I thought, right, I'll start that over the Christmas period. And and I'm loving it because I like habits. I like putting things on autopilot because they just work. And it was interesting. I was talking to Lou, my partner, over Christmas. And I was like, when we go off and take the dogs out for a weekend for a long walk, I would look forward to a nice coffee at the end of it. I've got that in mind mm-hmm. and the more that i've started thinking about it so i got in the car the other day with, with lou and the dogs and i was like "Oh, i can't wait to have that coffee at the end so the craving started before we'd even been anywhere mm-hmm. and that's part of building the right habits so if we can build the anticipation around things good things and sometimes we crave bad things but if we create the cravings for the good things then it just builds the right habits in. If we always do a certain thing at a certain time, if we, all right, it's five o'clock, I need to go and do some food prep, and we enjoy doing the food prep, and perhaps put some good music on that makes us feel good, and then it just becomes a positive habit rather Mm -hmm. than working late, being too tired to do the food prep. I'll just get a takeaway. It's just tonight. But then that rolls into a poor night's sleep, perhaps some kind of cravings for the wrong stuff the next day, and it's just a downward spiral, isn't it? So what can people do? This is, so what can people do to start to build some good habits?
1: Yeah, so I think, first of all, letting go of perfection. Now, I am a recovering perfectionist, so I am not saying that that is easy, but I learned nearly 20 years ago when I got over a binge eating disorder, and that's when I started learning about health. And I was all or nothing, Either practically, either starving or binging. So I went to the right, down to the extreme. And and I think the more you go down to the extreme, the more you can rise above it because you just go, I'm not going to live like that. And that's a, that's a big reason why I do what I do. And what I really realised and how I really help people is, you know, you don't have to be perfect or do an all or nothing approach. You've got to just build in small things where you can. So for example, if you were thinking about saving money if you were trying to save a pound a day and one day you could only save 50p and someone said i can only save 50p today would you go ah spend it or would you go save the 50p then right and it's very very similar and that money compounds we know if we do something one day a year and we do it every day that's 365 times a year however big or small it doesn't have to be the pound every day it could be 75p it could be 50p one day it might be 150. And it is the same with our food and our habits. So, even with, say, you know, say one of your habits is I'm just going to build in more fruit and veg, because sometimes people think, oh, screw it. Well, I've had a bad meal. I'm going to have another terrible meal. Even a takeaway. So, you say you are going to get a takeaway. Yeah. You could cook up some whole grain rice and cook extra vegetables to go with that takeaway. You know, it doesn't have to be, just be the terrible takeaway, for example. It, it's really basic like that. Or say you don't have time for a superfood breakfast but you've got some bread around and you've got a banana, put nut butter on the bread instead of butter. You know, it, it, it can be really, really simple. And people love those sorts of changes. People are shocked when they hear those changes that I give them because they're like, all right, I don't have to suddenly go and buy a load of exotic food. It's like, well, no, it was actually very small. That change will keep you more full, give you more energy. You're just building in more fruit. So it's starting with those kind of incremental changes and then it becomes a baseline. You know, because people feel the difference and then they go, well, from now on, I'm using nut butter instead of butter. Right. That's fine. That's that's my new thing. And that compounds and compounds and compounds. And a huge problem is where people are like, right, I'm going to detox. We can talk about detoxes later, <laughs> everyone, but I'm going to, you know, really go for it this week. And, you know, the point of that as well, that I like to say is you can't shower for a week of the year and expect not to smell all year just because you've showered hard for a week. Like you're going to think, but it's it's true, right? You know, so it it is about those smaller things and letting go of that perfectionism and actually feeling the benefits. You're not doing it to be perfect. You're not doing it so I can grade you or someone else can grade you. You're doing it to get nourishing food into your body. So whatever nourishing food you get in, it's great, even if you did have something else that wasn't so healthy. And it's, it's we all know it's not sustainable, which is why the diet industry is so huge and an indication of like, how many diets someone has tried is usually how overweight they are, which I, I absolutely despise. I really, it really upsets me, I speak to a lot of people who are very overweight, and they are really struggling with their health. And the thing that I really feel about the most is what they're going through mentally. Is that hell that confusion, that guilt, it's it's a horrendous way to live. And if you're living like that, how can you fulfill your purpose? You know, how can you enjoy all your relationships really well? How can you enjoy everything you're doing when you're just in this constant confusion, guilt, craving place?
0: Okay, so just following on from that then, thinking about the people that that you work with, um, what are all the symptoms that someone might be experiencing, just living with on a day-to-day basis, (coughs) not realizing that life could be different?
1: mm so often on the sort of mental side of things people say to me it is a lot of confusion where they go you know so on a good day and i'm like break it down i'm all about the practicality so when someone's like i had a protein shake i'm like right stop tell me which protein shake. what did I, you know because i can help them better like that or i want to see exactly what they had with it the more i can see that the more i can kind of help and What I see people do say on the on the mental side of things, say, but I had a good day. We break down what a good day is. And you're like, well, actually, that sounds like a kind of punishing day for me. You know, there's a lot of skipped meals and I didn't have that because I was bad there, or you know, barely had anything on the plate. Oh, but then I was bad in the evening. So I see a lot of a lot of that. Now, what also happens in some of the physical symptoms is, you know, the poor sleep, the brain fog, possibly really painful period joint pain getting really tired after exercise um all all of those sorts of things and then you know poor skin for example finding it really hard to lose weight or depending on exercise to lose weight so people might exercise to lose weight or to burn calories it's not really the right way of looking at and of course doing exercise burns calories but if say you can't exercise for a bit because you i don't know maybe you have an injury that's another thing people go for it a lot with exercise, maybe have an injury and put on loads of weight. Actually, it should be still simple with your food to maintain a healthy weight, even if you can't do loads of exercise. And exercise should be enjoyable. Exercise should be about health and flexibility and stamina and all of that kind of stuff, as opposed to I'm doing this to lose weight. Because that, again, is an exhausting way of keeping your weight down. Is going, well, I'm just going to burn whatever goes in. If you just try and burn whatever goes in, that does not take away the bad health benefit that sorry, the bad health impacts of those foods. If you've got foods that are causing loads of inflammation, making you more prone to type two diabetes, heart disease, hormone disruption, just because you've burnt off the calories <laughs> doesn't mean you've burnt off all of those health risks. Yes, of yeah. course, exercise can can reduce our health risks 100 percent. But don't think you can just wrap all of them away because you burnt off the calories. And it's those sorts of mentalities that are very exhausting for people. And, you know, I'm all about freedom in so many ways. So I can see that they're trapped, and that can be physically as well, not even being able to move properly, having joint pain, trapped in the head as well. And we work on, on freeing them. I
0: like it. And then once someone's been working with you and they're, they're making these – It's not short-term, it's permanent changes, isn't it? It's tweaks to the things that they eat, maybe parking the car, you know, like little exercise changes rather than a whole life transformation in one go. What happens to them in their business, in their relationships,
1: Mm. So in terms of the physical changes, and then that will sort of lead me on to sort of what what actually happens um, now, it can range. So some people think, oh, if I do all this health eating stuff, I'll see benefits in six months. I've had people reduce their bloating after one meal and go, oh, that was the first time I wasn't bloated in years. Or people saying I was less gassy within a few days. My gut is more settled. I've got more energy in a few days. Um, People even starting to lose weight. I had a client who did my power hour. That's just the one hour kind of looking at your food, making changes. Um, She's still, you know, she literally did that one hour. She had fibromyalgia, which is is basically chronic pain all over the body. Her pain massively, massively reduced off these basic changes. And she was a self, still is self-proclaimed lazy person. It wasn't even like we were getting her cooking loads of things and making some really basic changes. So for someone like her, and she is an entrepreneur, she can do more. She can take care of her son. You know, her son's got some learning difficulties. She can take care of him better. She can focus on her business better. She can focus on her partner as well and have a better relationship with him. She's sustainably lost weight. She can't believe that she's like, and I've sustainably lost weight. So that also makes that makes her feel better as well. Now I'm not saying that your self-worth is linked to your weight at all, but we know we can do more. We have less health risks where if we're able to not be overweight, so that's helping her in all ways, including peace of mind. But to have lived with a chronic pain condition and then having that massively reduced, that's a huge weight off your, your mind, your physicality. So it's absolutely huge what you can do. And it was a few basic changes that she also really enjoyed and was really excited about.
0: So one, I'm interested in this from the from a business owner's aspect and the impact it has on them. We have two brains, don't we? So we've got the main brain, which we all know and think about, which is in our head, and then our second brain, which is in our stomach and our gut. I forget. Mm -hmm. And if if our diet is out of line with what we should be putting into our body, then that has a massive impact on how we're thinking and feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And if you want, I can give you a little... Breakdown of a bit of the basics of the science with some of this stuff, right? So, you know, with your with your gut, like your gut health, um, you want to have a thriving microbiome. Now, that just means you want a thriving load of good bacteria in your gut and a minimal amount of bad gut bacteria, basically. And you want a load of them and you want a diversity of them. Now, when you have a thriving gut, it affects focus, energy, immunity hormones, um, so, so many things, right? So we, we, we wanna keep that thriving. Now, when we eat more plant-based whole foods, we feed our good gut bacteria. So people get obsessed, and this is a danger in January as well, everything being labeled gut healthy and we're charged loads of money for it. Uh, some of those products are very good. I'm not saying they're not good, but the basics are very cheap. Our good gut bacteria feed off fiber. They feed off fiber which comes from plants, right? So sometimes people want to box things up. Oh, veganism is this. So I'm like, right, leave the label alone. Get him some more plants, get them in your body. Now, this is your herbs, your spices, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, legumes, so that's your, you know, your beans, peas, lentils, um, and even things like tofu. So, so good for you. So those will feed your good gut bacteria. And what those will also do is they will lower inflammation. So you could go putting in inflammatory foods, which, you know, meat, dairy, refined sugar, alcohol. Those are going to raise inflammation. Or we could put in foods that are anti-inflammatory. These foods will also increase blood flow as opposed to foods that decrease blood flow like red meat. So you're getting all these different impacts and and blood flow everywhere. Now, for any men listening, yes, that includes blood flow to a particular area of the body. If you need any more motivation to eat more of these foods, I am just saying that people generally don't talk about that problem down the pub, but it is important to mention it. Um, Now, you will also get from these foods lots of nutrients. You'll get antioxidants, which protect our cells from damage. This fiber also helps uh, release, uh, helps basically take toxins out of the body. So when you get excess hormones, for example, in the body, which can come from an overconsumption of things like dairy um, and dairy in general, or even from being overweight, for example, can also cause some uh, hormonal problems. Fiber also helps take some of those toxins out of the body, if you can imagine it gives them something to kind of grab onto and you can excrete them from the body instead of them going back around the body. So if you head for more of those foods that have all these amazing qualities and less for the foods that are increasing the toxins in the body, the hormone disruption, creating more bad gut bacteria, bloating, et cetera, you're going to have a much better experience of your body. And that is why so many people are turning to plant-based whole foods, including athletes and sports people, because of the performance benefits that they're getting and the countries or the, the cities more areas in the world Living the longest with the least chronic disease are mostly plant-based, uh, whole foods plant-based. You know, so there is a huge amount of reason for all of us to be building this in and having an amazing, incredible life free as, as much as possible free of chronic disease.
0: And why wouldn't we do it? Why would we why would we not do that? And I think it's my, my gut feel for this is it's just Bad habits have crept in over the last few decades. The convenience of just microwaving something, just ordering a takeaway, Uber Eats, all those kind of things, rather than understanding how to add some flavor to some nice natural product.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of that. I think a lot of it I put down to bad nutritional information um poor nutrition education in general that when i meet people and they do a session with me and they're like oh that's not, that, 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 that's quite easy and i'm like yeah yeah some of it is but you know don't forget you've got all these industries you've got the diet industry you know starve yourself for a day and then eat what you want at the weekend, whatever it is, do the keto diet, do this, year. do our detox juice fasting week in the Amazon that's going to cost you 5000 pounds. Okay, but do and do that. You know, we've got all these industries pushing all these all these different things at us, uh, creating a lot of confusion. You know, I've known people who are signed up to 150 pounds a month of gut health products. And I'm like, but you can just go buy a lot of fiber that feeds your good gut bacteria that's nice and cheap. You know, so you, you've got all these different things happening. And people not realizing a how easy it is. Um, They also don't realize how much things can change. They do not realize how much things can change because they're shocked because we are told, well, you know, if I get type two diabetes or whatever it is now, of course, if you get type two diabetes, you need to be talking to the doctor, you need to be talking to the doctor, discussing your medicine. Um, And if you're going to make the lifestyle changes, of course, you discuss it with them so that they can modify medication. But sometimes when people get these conditions, it's well, now I'm on the pills, or when you hit, 50, you know, blood pressure goes up. It's like, no, 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 blood pressure does not just go up because you're 50. It goes up because it's an accumulation of of this this food and lifestyle issues that you're having that are hitting harder at this time. And that isn't explained to people properly. All they're told, it's in my family. So a lot of it is the stories we're told. And I think it's the effort people think it's going to take to change. And that was a big reason why I started my power hour because I knew a lot of people were a bit scared of making changes and would push it down the road. And I was like, give me an hour. Come on in. Give me an hour. Let's make little changes that are easy. A lot of it is additions. And a lot of people think it's all going to be about taking out the diet. And actually, most of what most of it that's going to save you is going to be putting in. Yes, you've got to make reductions. But I think it's all these fears and confusion and the disbelief of, No, I think those people who are actually healthy are just genetically healthy. They don't actually really believe. It's like, you know, people are oh, you've got good skin, you're lucky. I'm like, "Mm -mm." no, it is because of what goes in my body. I used to have acne.
0: Okay. So what would you, if you were coaching somebody, helping somebody, having a a big impact with as many people as possible, what's your top tips for people at this time of year? Bearing in mind, we're just coming out of, the Christmas period where it's a period of ex- excess for a lot of people. They've slowed oh. down. They've just been quite dormant, almost hibernating perhaps. And then all of a sudden it's January, it's the new year. We need to get going. We're back to work. I feel, <laughs> yeah. I feel, I, feel, I feel exhausted. Oh my God, do I need a holiday? What should people be doing?
1: Mm. So I think, you know, the top, top basic tips, and I think people miss the, the most easy easy tips and you think you know sometimes you do have to pay someone to tell it to you but obviously everyone's going to get this one for free now one of them is water it sounds so basic i'll have people who are struggling but hey you know i've got this and i've got i've got my my green tea going as well and i have this um water now with the bottle the reason i'm, I'm holding this here is that this is literally i'm joined it's joined to the hip at this yeah. it fits in all my bags carry it around goes by my my bedside So I'm never in this position because people say, oh, I keep forgetting. And I'm like, all right, use the skills you've got. You know, I'll say this sometimes if someone says, I forget to do that in the house. I'm like, "Okay, so when you're with your manager and your manager says you have to do a certain thing every day, what is the technique you use to remember that thing? I say you do you, but you figure out how you remember how to do everything else and use the same thing. Now, for some of my clients, what we've done is we've searched for a really beautiful water bottle on Amazon. That matches their clothes or something i'm like hey they'll make it fun it's going to be joined at the hip one of my clients even got two she's like one for that room one for this room i'm yeah. like love it love it love it drinking water thirst often mimics hunger which basically means we can feel hungry when we're actually thirsty now that would have been to drive us towards high water content food like fruit instead it drives us towards chips and oreos so the mechanism <laughs> isn't you know doesn't quite fit with our environment so being aware of that now that it's also excellent for gut health our brain is mostly made of water and people forget that so the number of people who are suffering with chronic headaches now there can be lots of reasons for that but the first basic one is make sure you are not dehydrated that is a very cheap easy thing you can do so drinking throughout the day and before meals so that's one of the first ones the other one is filling out your plate with fruit and veg, basically, and really upping that. Remembering that, the five a day, you know, one of my five a day, that was a great campaign to get people eating more fruit. Aim for at least 10 and variety of it. Fruit does not make you fat. The sugar in fruit is really, really good for you. If you want to improve everything, eat more fruit. So if normally you're having oats for breakfast, add the chia seeds, uh, make sure they're swollen up properly. It's going to give you more fiber, more protein. It's just about adding. But you're already making some overnight oats. You're already making some porridge. Right. Use a plant based milk, add some chia seeds and add a load of fruit to that and some nuts. Easy. Really, really simple. Didn't involve an exotic ingredient or anything like yeah. that. So it's these really basic points you know, that are going to be helpful. Or maybe you're not eating a big enough lunch. People say we're going out for a meal deal. Like, "Mm, um, you know, you know, is that what you know, a Coke and a sandwich and, and things like that? If you're going into a supermarket, so I think do things where you're already in the place. You could buy some carrot sticks, some hummus, some rocket, you could even buy a bit of bread and some a packet of falafels and a banana. You could buy different things in the supermarket, so you know, actually, when you start to learn this food exists everywhere it's sometimes just a case of going i'm going to move my eyes there instead of there in the supermarket it can be really really simple and it doesn't have to be perfect all the time so those would be some of the things i'd really really start with Um, and remembering as well that if you've got a craving problem now what people often do is they go well i'm just going to not have that i'm just going to not have that and i'm like okay slow down slow down and we'll also talk about what you love let's go back to let's look at your day now, I can see why you're craving all this sugar. I had a client the other day and I did a session with them craving loads of sugar. I'm like, well, you're not eating any fruit. We have sweet taste buds for a reason. You know, actually, if you ate more fruit and satisfied that sweet craving with fruit, you'd crave it less. Now, of course, sometimes fruit doesn't cut it and we want a piece of cake, no problem. But you're not going to want that all the time. So I look at their entire day and we look at why you're craving something. And, you know, then, like I said, the natural reaction is just, I'm a terrible person. I have no willpower. let's sort out your food throughout the day and you're going to crave that less and then if you are having a craving at night you know let's look at did you eat enough enough dinner did you eat enough throughout the day have you drunk water what else could i could i have that wouldn't just be literally ice cream but sometimes if you do want a bit of cake and ice cream that that might happen as well but it should be rare if you've eaten properly
0: yeah okay so drink more water more fruit, make some little changes. And I love what you're saying about adding stuff in rather than taking things away. And if I'm guessing the earlier in the day that we start adding more good things in, the less we crave later on in the day, the bad things.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so, so simple. But a lot of people really start the day with I'm going to be good. And this is why I've got to dig into what do you think is being good? Because that is, you know, if you think that is skipping breakfast or having nothing for breakfast, now doesn't mean you always have to have breakfast, right? Because sometimes you may not be hungry. I'm not bothered if you don't have breakfast. Some days I don't have my food until midday. Other days I have my food at eight. And that's the other thing, actually, that I think is a really, really important um, tip, very, very important that we're not the same every day. You know, and often, you know, this is why calorie, I despise calorie counting, because it's all, you know, it's all about the quality. And the more full we get on this really healthy food, the less we want other stuff anyway. So we've really, really got to think about those qualities. And also, if you, especially if you are a woman who is still menstruating, you are very different at different points of the cycle. Now, I've just got into what we call my luteal phase. That is the phase just before my period. Um, A little bit less tolerant of people, but I love you. It's fine, it's fine, we're all fine. Uh, I'm still sort of, sort of an extrovert, but I'm slightly less tolerant. Um, now, I want to eat more. I want to eat more at this time, and I want to do a bit less exercise. It's cool, and it doesn't matter. And I prepare enough food for that. Um, and the, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a menstruating person or woman or not you're not the same every day you might have exercised differently you might just feel like different things at different points but the more we can fill our plates with these foods that keep us nice and full and cut cravings and all of that fiber really cuts cravings as well we'll be able to judge better what we want all right because sometimes the listening to the body thing has got to be caveated because your body's telling you to go and eat ice cream at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So, you know, we don't just want to go and do that. We need to look at, okay, why is it telling us to do that? It is telling you that for a reason, probably because you're trying to satisfy a sweet craving, you've not eaten enough during the day. That's the the reasons. So we need to listen to our body in that sense saying actually something's up. It doesn't mean I'm going to listen to my body and I need to go and eat a load of ice cream at 10 o'clock at night.
0: Okay. And then if people start making these changes, do they just do them for a short period of time or is it something that they should do for forever?
1: Definitely forever, but flexibly. Okay. So what I love to give people is the tools. All right. So if you do have a you know meal, that's not as good, you know, you know exactly the knowledge is power. You know exactly why that meal wasn't so good. You're like, Oh, I could have done more of that and that. Cool. So you'll do it on the next meal. No guilt at all. And when I work with people, we we do. It's very much a relationship. You got to like me if you come and work with me. Um, so no point in calling me if you think she's not for me, um, because we we make sure it's all the things that you love, and we make sure it's doable. You know, and I have a lot of contact with my clients. You know, through one to ones WhatsApp support. It's got to fit into your life. If you're like, well, actually that was a bit hard. We're like, right, how can we make it easier? Let's let's work through that because it's got to be doable. So I have a lot of clients who don't want to necessarily cook clothes. So we find some of the quicker things, even the ones that do want to cook, we still have strategies for when we're on holiday, when we're out and about, but that they're all fun and delicious. All right, so we've still got to live life. So obviously, if you're traveling, you're going through an airport, well, you're not at home in your usual thing, not a problem at all. Right? Okay, where am I going to eat? What have I packed in my bag? How am I going to enjoy myself? I love a long haul flight. You know, sit there eating some of the nice food from my bag, go and have coffee in the airport. There might be, depending on the place that's in the airport, I might check before. Actually, can I have quite a healthy meal? I, I love traveling. You know, it has not stopped me at all. My health stays the same. I don't come back from holiday with, with worse health at all. Um, so I teach my clients to do that as well. So it's about having the flexible structure, about having the knowledge of what you can do on each plate, what you can get when you're in the supermarket, out and about. I know what choices I can make that are going to make me feel good. So that it is a whole new integrated way of life that you keep building on.
0: I like it. And uh, so the, the bit I'm taking away from this is it's incremental changes and it's Evolution over revolution. So it's little changes that all stack up to work in your favor, to work in your favor for positive health gains rather than little changes that you make for negative health impacts. So we want the compound effect working for us rather than against us.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, understanding what all of those are and have it, building up also more of a bank of knowledge of new things you can try as well. So understanding your own journey. So you might only work with me for three months, but we'll be talking about changes and new things you can try even after you finish working with me because you know where that evolution is. You know how to read a food label. And when you read a food label, for example, that doesn't mean yes or no. Some of my clients will actually take pictures of something like, what do you think? It's never a yes or no answer. And I I can't tell anyone, don't eat that, have this. It's like, this is the nuance behind it. And when do I want to eat that product? Okay, so it may not be the healthiest, doesn't mean you can't have it. Have you eaten a proper meal first? When do you want to have that? When will you enjoy it the most? You know, so even getting people really thinking about all of that stuff. So sometimes we look at all the unhealthy things they're eating and we're like, what do you love? Which dessert are you just like, you're just going to murder? All right, cool. Let's create some of that. I've got some people, shockingly, who don't like chocolate desserts, it's fine no judgment no judgment we can still be friends but we'll find something we'll find something different for them that they are really excited about and then the things that are not healthy that they don't even enjoy that much i'm like well could we consider not having those as much because you're not even enjoying them yeah you know and then they go actually yeah, that's a good point i could have replaced that with that but then i still want to have this other thing cool well that that's going to work better for you and it it's different for each person
0: okay so I'm guessing if people could have a 10% increase in their energy, in their health, that they keep building on each week, each month, Mm -hmm. in their business and their relationships, that's going to have a massive. If they sleep better at night, they're going to feel more energized the next day. If they just exercise a little bit more more steps in, maybe 10 minutes more at the gym, however it works for people. Incremental changes that will stack up over a long period of time to work Mm -hmm. for them. And like you say, I watched the Blue Zones documentary, I think.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And these are people that just stay active and eat more natural food for longer. And as a result of that, they live longer and happier. Um, What was interesting from that for me, though, was that they were all part of communities, And that they had a lot of interaction with other people as part of that. Um, Which brings me nicely onto some of the stuff that we were talking about with you and your success in your business. Um, But before that, if someone wants to find out more about working with you, Vanessa, where would they do that?
1: Oh, great. Well, uh, I'm on Facebook, Vanessa Sturman. So you can just type that in, send me a DM. Uh, and on Facebook, I have a group called how to go plant based. Um, now that is for anyone for healthy habits, delicious food, fun community, so please, please join that. There's loads of free health advice and recipes on there. You can ask me any questions, um, or find me on Instagram under Energise and Thrive Plant Based. But you know, if you do want to work with me on Power Hours, actually, only just ninety seven pounds uh, for those amazing changes. So you know, it's sometimes a good time to uh, dip your toe in.
0: Like it. Okay. Can I mention Quick. one other
1: thing? Actually, so the, it was yeah, just one yeah. other thing. It was about the health side of things that I think is is sounds a bit more morbid, um, but is really important. Now we're talking about all this energy stuff, feeling better, this impact, that impact. When we don't look after our health, and we know it, just to make it more serious for everyone, because I see people dying and I hate it. Our biggest killers are preventable. Our biggest killers are big one of you know biggest causes of debility is is type two diabetes, and um, people are struggling with heart disease, they're struggling with inflammation, even things like dementia and Alzheimer's are linked to what we eat. So even though we're thinking, oh, if you know, how much better would I be in my business if you know, I had more energy, think about what would happen to your business and relationships if you got one of these chronic conditions, think about what would happen if you know, you actually died of something or you couldn't work. And I know that sounds more serious. And I just want people to know that you don't have to suffer with these issues, and nor do your family. So, if you're hearing this, you've got family members struggling with one of these things. All the information you've heard in this, please pass on to them as well. It's it's really really serious, and it, it it's so upsetting watching people um, struggle with these these issues. And even people in my family have died before me. Where if I'd been able to get my hands on them, maybe they wouldn't have died so soon. And yeah. you know, and it, it's just it's just horrible. Okay. So, um, and we know that, if, for example, eating less red meat. And replacing it with legumes really lowers our risk of type 2 diabetes. But eating even two portions of red meat a week increases our risk of type 2 diabetes. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that there for everyone. Um, just to really say this this is really serious. Protect yourself and protect your loved ones.
0: Well, and how many people will make sure that their car is insured, that their house is insured and their contents, oh. and do look after physical possessions with more priority than they do looking after themselves and their health, but there are so many benefits to it, and I think it, it's timely. You know, the reason we're doing this now is it's a new year, and people naturally think about being healthier this year. But what if you could make some changes rather than them just like dry January, rather than it just being for a month? Why not put some changes in place that last for a lifetime? mean you get more enjoyment and one you know i i hear a lot of people talking about oh do you know what i'll be happy when i'll be happy when my business reaches a certain level when i go on holiday in the summer and i'm like does does that mean you're going to be unhappy for the next six months whilst you're waiting for that why not just enjoy every day Mm -hmm. so they they wish their lives away quick question for you what's your favorite what's your favorite meal
1: okay um so if i'm if i'm going out especially if someone's like i'll book somewhere i'm like i like Thai and Vietnamese food okay go and book you know so um i love that type of food i love that kind of food because i love all the i love all the flavors in that yeah. um i love the variety that you can have i love the different kind of coconut based Curries with lovely tofu and I love rice you can try the sticky rice or the coconut rice it's absolutely lovely um and even those sort of lovely pancakes that you can get full of uh, full of vegetables and other pieces of tofu as well um so probably if I'm going out those are the meals that I, I really really adore but I I just love food so much and that's why I do this um I suppose one of my other favorite meals is probably um jerk tofu or cauliflower. Um, So I really loved recreating the meals that I had as uh, a meat eater Um, because of the flavors, the textures, the fun, and enjoying food from all around the world Um, and making things healthier. It's almost like a superpower of mine. Um, I wish I could fly, but that's not possible. So um, for me, it is just taking meals that were not as healthy um, or maybe had lots of of meat and dairy and, and making them healthier or plant-based the same with cake as well so if you want if you if you really want to impress me take me out for Vietnamese or Thai food um or I'll make it in the house I sometimes make that sort of stuff in the house um and then have some kind of like massive chocolate bomb pudding thing with like salted caramel ice cream that's 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 fun I mean I don't eat that all the time obviously but you know that's that's a way I I love indulgence personally
0: okay I like that. It's, it's life in balance because we all have the, oh my God. And, and you can see how you lit up talking about that. And and I think, yeah, we need to hear that balance from people. Um, so how have you got to this point in your business now? So I think at this time of year, I, and I've just done a, a LinkedIn poll about this today, about visibility and wanting to be more visible and how it impacts no. people. And you are very good at being visible um so we we'd met at a, an event a couple of years ago but then connected at Elliot Kay's networking event a few two or three months ago and how do, how do you stay visible what do you do to build relationships and how have you got some of the media coverage that you have
1: yeah definitely and for anyone thinking of talking to Jamie um loved hearing you speak at that event love your attitude to that I think everyone loved the stuff that, that you were saying I think you're a you know brilliant networker. Um so yeah, go and chat to Jamie if you if you need help. Thank um you. so um how do I do this sort of thing? I mean the, the visibility side yeah it's it's again it's a constant incremental thing right um so this all this all ties in into all this kind of stuff you know with the keeping up with contacts making sure you are getting on podcasts that might mean reaching out to people or it might mean doing a really good job on another podcast and someone says actually do you want to come on mine? So I think it's a mix of you know, speaking to people and and making sure you're keeping up with them and also just being really good at what you do. Okay, now I know and I'm also an award winning speaker. It's one of the things I'm really good at. There's other things I'm not good at, by the way. (laughs) Okay, but I'm aware of what I'm good at. There are some things I am not so good at in my business. But you know, for me, that's the bit I really shine at. So I know I can create visibility doing that, you know, for someone else, they might create visibility by serving them in private, doing something else where everyone talks about them kind of thing but I know if I get on someone's live get on someone's podcast get on you know BBC I've got people calling me to come back so being very good at what you do and um, just to give you an idea of what I've done in kind of the media so I've done this business full-time for a couple of years and before that I was running a recipe website and also working in the corporate world doing something uh different and when I started and I'm sure business owners can can um, connect with this. When you start, you're like, I'm really good at what I do, and like, I'm so excited about my service. And then you're like, oh, it's it's hard to get clients. Like, why, why, why? You know, you know and, and that is that is the truth. You know, people look at look at what's on the front, and they're like, Oh, isn't everyone throwing money at you? And you're like, No, that, that's not that's, that's not how business works. And especially at the start, when you don't have as much credibility, yeah. you're you're kind of working harder. Um, now, it is it, of course, my business is still challenging, as everyone is. Um, but it's very different to what it was at the start when you're just you're just coming in and 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 establishing yourself. And I started getting media appearances um two years ago, January, two years ago in Veganuary. Um, you know, and a, a contact was helping me with that. But what I did from that was I basically formed a relationship with one of the the BBC radio stations. And I've always made their life really, really easy. And I've got to know several of them. And they've brought me back. So even after I did a media appearance, and this is some tips, you know, for anyone, even if you're getting one media thing, have your database of contacts, contact them when you think of something else when something comes up. Now, these people, even the ones that love me, do not text me back if they don't need me. And I am not offended. And one of them even messaged on her one said, I'm so sorry I haven't messaged you know, messaged you back. I'm like, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I know you love me. You're going to message me when you need me. It's OK. And when something takes your interest, I'll send you a story. I like, mm, don't want that. It's fine. Still send them a message because they still want to see that. I got worried I was annoying someone because she never messaged back. And then she contacted me. The student was like, oh, do you want to do this, this, and this? I'm like, oh, I haven't annoyed her at all. She's just not interested in the stuff I'm sending her. It's not a problem. Yeah. But sometimes it is something that she wants. So you know, making sure that you're also very clear with them. Also, this is what I talk about, because I talk about more than just one thing and making life easy. So earlier this year, I had a regular slot for eight months on a station with a wonderful woman called Kate Justice. She's absolutely great. And she'd get me on. And the way I worked with her was, you know, she she said, she got me on in January, and then she said, oh, will you come back next month? And then she said, can you come back again? And I said, well, look, why don't we just do it every month? And I sent her. A list of topics and when it was coming up to the segment to be um to be done I'd say right I was thinking we could talk about this we'll cover this this and this great If you make their life easy they will keep going with you because they are the busiest people you can possibly imagine um, and so having that energy having those ideas them not needing to brief you and also being a bit more on the front foot so they don't want a hard interview they want a fun interview, and I got a text recently from a, you know, BBC producer just being like, "Wow, you're amazing! It's you know, it's it's just bringing some light to the dark day. If you know, if you can be good and passionate about what you do, and you know, for some people that might mean practicing. Right? If I haven't done, if I haven't done a media appearance for a while, I am a bit nervous, and sometimes I have to do stuff in the morning. And for me, morning, I when they, you know, even eight in the morning, I'm like, "I have to do an interview eight in the morning." I get up, I also do some la 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 la, you know, actually make sure my voice is good. I make sure I'm walking around the living room while I'm doing my interview that I've gone out for a little walk. I take it seriously. I may not need to do loads of prep about what I'm gonna say because part of me is about winging it and making it accessible, but making sure you are creating that environment. So you do a flipping good job every time you do it. So people are asking you back. And this sort of goes back to what we talked about with networking as well. Sort of dotting yourself around every single, flipping person in the world do a good job and impress the people that you're already with so that they keep coming back to you as well because you're making their life easy
0: yeah without a doubt and one of the things we touched on this earlier one of the things that 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 I see a lot of people do is they go to every networking event that they see and they're Mm. a mile wide and an inch deep and well, I know loads of people and I've been to loads of networking events, but I'm not getting the results that I want. And really it's about building some quality relationships. And that's what you've just been talking about. You meet somebody, you make their life really easy. You'll do some work because it's networking. You'll do some work to make their life easy. I was thinking we could talk about these topics. This is what's relevant right now. You turn up and you're in the right state. So you're fun and energetic and not hard work you probably get there early you'll let them know that you're on your way yeah. but, but these are these seem like really obvious things but not everybody does them
1: yeah you're right they do seem super super obvious and I've spoken to to other people in the industry and you know sometimes people don't turn up or they're not very good or they're not very fun because you know they've got a really clear idea as a producer what they want you know they're gonna have some really serious stuff in the world and then they're like oh fun segment. If you're not fun for their fun segment, they are not going to bring you back.
0: You yeah, know, they- I'm, I'm, I know that I'm not going to get booked for those ones.
1: <laughs> Jamie, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but, you've but you're probably, right.
0: You've got to Sorry, got got turn me. up. You've got to turn up being the best version of you. And and the the phone call test. Just just talk about that
1: yeah so that's not always the case now with the people i really really know what so when we say the phone call test, this is about making sure you're right to go on on radio now people who know me sometimes we voice note they're like vanessa do you want to come on like, that sounds great i'm all up for it um and they and that's the station that knows me really really well at bbc station now other ones who don't know me as well um will say oh, we want to talk about this thing oh can we just have a chat to arrange details and you know I'm always, I suppose, I'm always ready because I'm such an extrovert to jump, you know, jump into sort of interview thing, interview mode, but it's it's good to be prepared that sometimes they will phone you up and it will just be a producer and they'll say, you know, wanted we'll to talk about this, and they will go into full-on presenter, you know, um full-on presenter interview mode. And they're not even the presenter themselves, and they will be asking you these hard say hard that. Uh, they're not hard for me but they'll be asking these questions they want to hear your answer they want to hear the stance you're going to take and at the end of that they'll go actually we're really happy to have you on and at first i didn't realize i'd be tested I was like well no, they've contacted me they they want me on but they could turn around and say no um and you know they will you know, for example it might be uh, they'll want to know I'm really accessible to everyone. But what about the average family with their kids? This and this, and that? they'll listen to answer. They go, oh, actually, no, we love that because we want it to be accessible. If you would sound really not accessible and all about, I don't know, just simply juicing and raw food or something, which you know on its own is absolutely not what we you know want to be doing for, for that variety. They might go, actually, this isn't that. This isn't the the person we wanted. So you know, making sure you know what you'd say to certain standard lines is really, really important without having to say to them, oh, I would have to go away and think about that. You need to have your lines ready. I'm now very well prepped with everything. No question comes as a surprise to me because I do it so much. But if it means practicing with a friend, practicing with your coach, do that. I love it.
0: It's the prep. I'd like, and I see this at networking all the time. People think, all I've got to do, I've just got to click the book and turn up. And then I'll ask somebody what I think is a really easy question. What can I do to help you? Oh, I don't know. That's Don't ask me hard questions like that. But you've come networking. You're looking for something, a little bit of prep beforehand and turning up in the right state. And I always say to people, look, when you go networking, when you're speaking to people, because speaking to people is networking,
1: mm. You've got to be the,
0: you've got to turn up in the right state and be the best version of you because you never know who they could introduce you to. If we turn up, if we've just had Christmas and we've not eaten well and we've drank yeah. too much and we're feeling sluggish and a bit miserable, and we probably don't look that well and we might have high blood pressure, we might be having headaches and, and all the things that people are suffering from this week in January, they might not get the referrals that they're looking for because they don't look after themselves. Yeah. Well, it's only it's only networking. I I wouldn't turn up like this if I was going to see a client or if I was going to be on TV or on the radio, you've got to turn up as if, as if you are going to be on TV, on the radio in front of your best client in order to get those opportunities. And that's what I like about you, Vanessa. You do turn up like that. You are, the dial is definitely a hundred percent wherever you are.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And it, yeah, it is important. And I just, I suppose for anyone watching who thinks, yeah, but Vanessa, I can see she's extrovert. she's good at that and she's you know, and uh, yeah, that like I said, that is more my skill. And I learned to get more of my clients do networking because I'm good at it. But I've seen people do networking in different ways. I went to an event recently, and there are some people, this woman who's this incredible like energy coach for for celebrities, and she's just very magnetic. She's a lot more, you know, people people come to me, the right people come to me. Her technique works fine, right? I've met other people who go, I don't do small talk the people who'll be attracted to me is where we go deep immediately. I'm like, cool, that works too. So there's different ways of doing it and you don't have to be like, you know, there's not a one size fits all. I do network. You've got to be you. You You You've got to be you.
0: Yeah, be be you you as you would be in front of your best clients.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you don't have to impress everyone. You don't have to have given out a business card to everyone. You know, I also you know I especially in the last kind of year and a half I've really relaxed into things a lot sometimes I'm not relaxed but it really relaxed <laughs> into things and really sort of got to the point of yes you've got to put yourself in the right places but within that and you've put that effort you've taken the right action don't force everything so you're in a room of 100 people you're not going to speak to 100 people relax into that the right you will speak to the right people as long as you don't just sit in a corner like this you know obviously you know um we've got to put in that effort and get quality interactions with those people follow up with the right people if you go chucking your business card everywhere we know that that's not effective so also sort of trust that you're meeting the right people as long as you have done the work to put yourself in the right situation um and, and relax into that you don't know where things are going to go, you know, sometimes we have a contact, your contacts us from you know, years later and something comes of it. And equally, you might need their services. You know, I've met people and bought their services years later. So you might need them. And sometimes, you know, and it's exactly what you said, which has just been so great um, and was just sort of transformative as well in terms of networking. You know, you, you said everyone, everyone goes there to sell, but no one's going there to buy. But it might be, be open to the fact you might actually need to buy someone's services to change your life. I've gone to networking events where people are trying to sell and then I've, I've changed their life because they've bought my services, even though I didn't necessarily go to that event to be like, oh, who can I sell my services to? But it just so happens that I was the right person to change their life. And equally, I've had people do the same for me. So we can be open to all different directions of this. I
0: love it. I could talk to you for ages and ages but it's time to wrap up um to wrap up i'm sure i'm sure at some point later this year you'll be back on again and i would encourage you if you're listening to this textman inspiration from vanessa um connect with her on social media and follow her if you feel that the time's right for you to start to make some changes book a power hour with her um it What's the worst that could happen? That you make some changes in your life that impact your health, your relationships, your business. Why wouldn't you do that now? What's the alternative? That you don't make changes now and you wait until another year's past, two years past, and you've got health problems, and then you're trying to reverse the health problems. Why not do something to prevent that happening and enjoy life more? That's what it's about. We're only here once, aren't we?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and you you know, you're so right. And just, you know, that just even more spoke to me about the insurance. We don't wait for our computer to be dropped. I've got insurance that I pay for every month so that if I drop my computer, guess what? I'm going to get a new one and it does not matter. But we don't do that with our health. And just remembering that ill health doesn't stay the same. Like, oh, I've got this condition. I'll still be here next year. It will be worse next year. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't stay the same. It keeps getting worse.
0: Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Um, thank you very much. Any any more words before we finish?
1: Oh, any more words? Um, no, just just thank you and such a pleasure speaking to you. And you know, if there is anyone who's struggling with networking and you know finding their own way with it please go and speak to jamie you know um again what have you what have you got to lose you make those connections it's those connections that create the magic um and you know i've just it's just an absolute pleasure speaking to you and i'm really glad we got to do this again so thank you
0: thank you very much